Who are some sweet Texans? So I do have a few on my wish list. Let's do it. Yep. Um, put them out there. Maybe so they'll like reach out after they see this. So it's uh, Miss Tina, Beyonce's mother. Oh, uh, I, M-G. Town. She, she's on social media, a uh, very active social media user. So okay. I'm hoping maybe I can reach out to her somehow. And so wait, you're talking, Beyonce's mom over Beyonce? I, I, I Beyonce I, doesn't take many interviews. Correct. I, I knew uh, I was, okay. I was never going to be able to get access. If you, if you happen to get Beyonce, just let me know, bro. Just let me know. She's not going to do her podcast. What's up, guys? We're back. It's the Best of Midland, Texas podcast, where we interview small business owners, personalities, entrepreneurs. If that's your thing, then um, hey, please subscribe. Uh, you know, let's break this algorithm. Let's become super YouTube famous, like Mr. Beast or whoever older people like. <laughs> uh, I'm your host Ryan Shuchuk. This is my wife Tara Avery. And uh, Tara, let everybody know who we've got on the podcast today. So today we have J.M. Smith, who is a local West Texas writer and photographer. He was born and raised here in Midland and is currently working on his second book, 254, A People's History of Texas, which we're going to talk about today. Nice. Hey, thanks for coming on the the show today. Cool hat, by the way. Thank you. It's my grandfather's gas station. Uh, He used to be out on Florida Street. Oh, Uh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Old Weird Heralds. Yep. Heralds, my grandfather. That's a... I love Man, it. That's a sweet hat. Can anybody get those, or that's a that's an exclusive? Um, so, vintage. Yeah, he hey, shut his gas station down about twenty years ago. These have just been sitting in the top of the closet, and I got one. I got three of them actually. Okay. Uh, hey, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about your new book. Let's talk about your previous book. We've got it right here, Flatland Native: A True One Point Perspective View of West Texas. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about the, your book. So it just kind of started. I graduated college at the end of twenty seventeen. Moved back to Midland. 2018. So Where it was did a you film. go to college? Uh, so I went to Texas A&M. Okay. Um, Where'd you study at A&M? So I, I was studying history um, and wanted to be a teacher. Moved back to Midland and worked at the Museum of the Southwest for a little bit. Oh, um, great. Was trying to get back into history, but uh, just kind of things didn't work out and bounced around for a little bit looking for different jobs. Was living in an Airstream trailer on my grandmother's property. That's cool. <laughs> Man. All right. And I'm jealous already. <laughs> and so... Living in an airstream, it got a little claustrophobic at times. Yeah. Sure. Um, so I would just get in my truck and drive around. And in that process, just would take pictures of stuff I thought looked cool or stuff that reminded me of home, basically. Yeah. And was just sharing them on Instagram to share with my friends from college who all that everybody knows about Midland is oil and yeah, nothing else. Yeah. But <laughs> there's, it's a it's a real vibrant community that's so much deeper than just the oil field and. Absolutely. That's Agreed, yeah. Just kind of started taking Instagram pictures and did that for about two years um, and then was working at the country club, uh, Midland Country Club, mm-hmm. uh, and lost my job during the pandemic. Was lucky enough that I got hired on for the Census Bureau in the summer of 2020. During the pandemic? During the pandemic. Okay. Uh, so I was going door to door. Uh, yeah, people couldn't escape you now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was, I was driving all over Midland counties, just seeing stuff. And I got an Instagram ad for a book that looked pretty similar to my Instagram page. Okay. Well, if they can sell this for 200 bucks, I can make my own little thing and yeah. sell it for 65 and call it good. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you didn't have like a publisher or anything. This was self- Self-published? Self-published. Uh, I paid for everything up front. Uh, it was probably about two, three months um, kind of gathering the photographs for the past two years and then taking a few new more ones to kind of fill out the what I thought about Midland. And then it took about another month or two to write everything because I only wrote about four to five pages per chapter. There's only mm-hmm. six chapters in there. So okay. it's, it's 20, 30 pages of reading, nothing, <laughs> nothing too deep. And so that took me about three months and 
got it all together and published, paid for it at the end of 2020, sold my first 50 in three days. Wow. Um, it was mostly family and friends, but I was in the newspaper. When I was in the newspaper, I was lucky enough, David Arrington even got one. So it, oh, wow. it, it, it kind of blew up locally, and I went through, I got another 50 and sold out of those in a couple of weeks, and then have been kind of holding on to the last 50 over the past two years. Yeah. And then just sold out probably about three weeks ago, two, three wow. weeks ago. Wow, that's so. so cool. Can you do a uh, reprint or anything? Or I, I can, okay. and, and that, was, that was part of the reason I wanted to come on here um, is I don't have the funds mm-hmm. <laughs> currently to pay for a whole new 50, but if I could spread the word, get some people, um, kind of get some pre-order, so to speak, yeah. I could get a whole new batch and kind of get, let it, get it out there and let more people know about this book and my celebration of Midland. About how many pages are in there? 306 pages. I think it's about 260 pictures. Wow. Most of them are from Midland. There's maybe 15 at the back that are elsewhere in Texas. I think West Texas is unique in that if you were just to like pop in from somewhere else in the United States or other parts of Texas, you'd be like, really? Yeah. Like it's, it's brown, it's flat, but like the beauty in it is different than what you see in other places. Are you a writer first or are you a photographer? Oh, how do you describe yourself? So I, I describe myself as a writer. Okay. Um, and I started getting into pictures because nobody really buys words anymore. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so my thought was that if I add some pictures to it, give, make some adult picture books, uh, maybe people <laughs> will be interested in okay. maybe reading PG my words. PG adult picture books. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> your, your typical like coffee table book. Sort Cor- of right? Correct. Okay, so you're not a professional photographer. So what kind of camera did you use for all these photos? So for this book, I strictly used an iPhone 8. Um, an iPhone 8? An iPhone 8. That's that's all that I had. Um, <laughs> but they're so good. That's that's You made a whole book on iPhone 8 photos. Pretty good. Uh, listen, if you have an iPhone, you're you're essentially a photographer. That's how I look at you it. You have the ability to be a photographer. Yeah, you still have to obviously have, you know, composition and, and, and flat out talent, but that's pretty impressive, man. Wow. iPhone eight. Okay. I'm at a we're at a like fourteen pro right now, so speak for yourself. Can we make a <laughs> well, I might make a book this weekend, guys? <laughs> it's just gonna be dog photos. Yeah, it's just gonna be like And you editing. Uh, yeah. Just me editing <laughs> this podcast. Those are the ones you were posting on Instagram. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Instagram photos are square. Are these photos square? No, they're not. Um, okay, so you took like the original I took the landscapes. originals. Yeah, the original mm-hmm. landscapes and just, yeah, kind of contrast, saturation, bumped them up a little bit. You just added them on the iPhone too, right? Uh, I actually got a Lightroom um, oh, okay. for that. Okay. So did I had professional editing software, but uh, very unprofessional hey. pictures. You got to start somewhere, dude. I mean, that's. that's I mean, nowadays, like by. a lot of videographers and professional photographers are strictly using their iPhones, and I think yeah, they're making full length movies on iPhones. Yeah, pretty sweet. It would have been kind of funny though if the the pages in the book were just a screenshot of the if the Instagram <laughs> with the caption, yeah, with the caption and, and the how likes. many likes you got. Yeah, and one comment. All right, let's talk about your new book you're working on. It's two fifty four colon. I make sure to put that in there. A people's history of. Texas. It's a coffee table book with photographs of Texas county courthouses combined with a history of the state and interviews with its citizens. So, what is the significance of 254? Oh, this is guess. not this is not a quiz. Oh. This is Okay. As Texans, no, I think I know. I'm probably wrong. Go well, ahead. I'll let you say. I was going to say that's how many counties there are in the state of Texas. That is how many counties there are in Texas. See, I paid attention in Texas But uh, I'll be honest, that's not the whole reason oh. behind the title. Okay. Um, yeah, see, this is it's probably, like a, <laughs> it's probably like a weird, ludicrous area code. <laughs> so um, I've got a friend who's from Colleen. He grew up in um, on Fort Hood. His dad was in the military. Okay. And, 
every day on Twitter, he at two fifty four p.m. he would or two fifty four a.m. he would tweet two five four. That's it. That's the whole tweet. Just, just the whole tweet. Was That's just, the tweet. Just two colon five four. Was that his entire Twitter account? It was no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would tweet normally at other times. Okay. But, but every every day at that specific time, he would show homage to his home area like, code. You, your friend might have been a bot, dude. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's the clean area code. Because so, I didn't realize it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was the same amount of counties that are in Texas. But after a few years of dealing with – or not dealing with it, but seeing that, <laughs> the numbers – that string of numbers just kind of came to be associated with home for me. After I finished Flatland Native, um, I was – had finished my work with the census and was still unemployed. So I was kind of thinking about what I was going to do next. Well, people love Texas. People love county courthouses. Yeah, And I looked, and there hadn't been a county courthouse book since 2007, 2008. It, it was originally just going to be a photo book about text, or of courthouses with no words. I didn't want to talk about talking at all. And then as I kind of got into the process, I kind of began to look at history and how there's a lot of holes <laughs> in the, the history that we've been taught. Yeah. So in celebrating this date, I also kind of wanted to fill in those holes and kind of give a broader history of Texas than just the Alamo and kind of I the love it. basic things we've been taught. Yeah. I've never even been to the Alamo, so. You haven't? No. I've only seen it on um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure oh, 52 times. No big deal. You uh, saw it 52 times? It's a great movie. Check it out. I get it now. There's 254 county courthouses, one per county. One per county. I literally didn't know that there's only one courthouse in every county. Is that every state? Well, there are multiple counties or multiple courthouses in each county, but the the specific county courthouse. So I'm not taking pictures of federal courthouses or state courthouses. Okay, uh, just just county, just courthouses. the county. I wish I could remember what Midlands County Courthouse looked like before we had this beautiful park. It was it was an old like Art Deco 1930s. Yeah. It was really cool. They shouldn't have torn that down, but I love our park. Yeah, you didn't hear that from me. It's not only courthouses. You said there's also a history in this and interviews. Can you talk about some of the interviews you've had? So I've had a bunch of interesting interviews. Um, just like rando people or what? Just, yeah, just I've, I've interviewed a few friends, but a whole the majority of them are just strangers I meet along the way. Okay. Um, I'll stop in a county, take a picture of its courthouse, kind of walk around the square, see if I can get anybody, talk to them. And really How do you approach, what do you say when you're approaching them? Uh, so usually I have the camera around my neck, which is a real good icebreaker. Your iPhone 8? <laughs> so um for this project i have upgraded uh nice. to it upgraded is a relative word um it's my grandmother's it's a canon ae1 program it's a camera that predates me by about 10 to 15 years that's a film I camera dude it's yeah. freaking love that I, i'm shooting a hand-me-down uh film camera for my grandmother you're shooting film oh my I, gosh good for you man i love film so much like in high school i took photojournalism or something but like developing film oh, it's fun you're keeping it keeping it old school i bet the pictures are going to be so cool i don't i haven't shot i literally haven't shot film since high school you have to be dead on with these photos yes it's 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 been a stressful process i i never touched a camera prior to the a, an actual camera other than my iphone prior to this uh never really wanted to like i said i'm hopefully trying to be a writer not a photographer but Started it, uh, it was last 4th of July uh, in 2021. Left Houston, drove to Ozona, Sanderson, stopped the night in Marfa, 
and then next day went to El Paso, back to Midland, did 35 counties over the course of five days. Wow. Sorry, I cut you off regarding the interviews. So you were talking about um, some of the interviews and how you approach people. Like I said, I have the camera around my neck, walk up to them. Hey, I'm writing a book about Texas. Can I ask you a few questions real quick? I've asked everybody. I've got over 60 interviews at this point, but I ask everybody the same three questions. Okay. Um, What makes this place home for you? What makes Texas special, good or bad? And what's a good food dish from this area that this area specializes in. Mm. I love it. Nice. I can't and wait to... Do you record audio too or no? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm recording audio just so I can get all their words right whenever I go back and um, end up writing this. I get their words correct. Any like famous Texans so far? So I've, I've been lucky enough that I, um, I work for a printer copier company in Houston um, and our office had um, a contract with Beto O'Rourke's <gasps> campaign office. So I was working on his copier one day and was on my way out. As I opened the door and was leaving, I hoped to see him. And I hear somebody coming around the corner. I turn around and it was Beto O'Rourke. So I walked up to him and didn't have a camera at this time. <laughs> I was just working. Yeah. Um, but asked him if I could interview him. So he was gracious enough to to stand there in the hallway with me and I got a minute and nine seconds and nice. it was it was really great. And Very then, cool. What was uh what, what was his uh, recommendation on food or do you want to keep it for the book? So he told me about Lucy's Diner in El Paso. He was he was very specific oh, okay. about what to get. The Manchaca plate from Lucy's Diner, but only the Lucy's Diner near the high school. Okay. All right. Sorry, other Lucy's Diner, but Go to the one by the high school. Shout out to Lucy's Diner, Man Chocolate Plate. Any other famous Texans or Texans of note? Yeah. So I was interviewed Gary P. Nunn, um, who's a legendary singer-songwriter. He wrote the the theme song for Austin, the ACL Live, that, oh, those right. performances, the oh, cool. Home with the Armadillo. He wrote that song. I went to one of his concerts and was lucky enough to talk to him beforehand. Um, and then I've also met um, an internationally famous bootmaker. His name's Lee Miller, Texas Traditions down in Austin. Um, he learned underneath Charlie Dunn. Wow. Uh, Charlie Dunn had a – Jerry Jeff Walker wrote a song about Charlie Dunn. So Lee's not technically a Texan, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, he moved here from Vermont, but he's been here since, I think, 76 or 77 and has been making handmade, handmade high-quality boots and – got people from Saudi Arabia and yeah. all over the place. He he makes some, some of the best boots in the world. I mean, I feel like he's an honorary Texan. 50 years, yeah, you're in it. And, and making cowboy boots, yeah. yeah, definitely an honorary Texan. Yeah. yeah. May I make a suggestion of somebody to reach out to? Tony Romo. <laughs> no. People, I would say Willie Texan, Nelson. Texans love Tony Romo. That's the one thing I know. He was so rude to Jessica Simpson when they broke up. Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson were a thing? Yeah. Like everyone blamed her for his terrible career in football. Where are some sweet Texans? So I do have a few on my wish list. Let's do Yep. Um, put them out there. Maybe so they'll like reach out after they see this. So it's uh, Miss Tina, Beyonce's mother. Oh, uh, I, Touchdown. She, she's on social media. Uh, very active social media user. So okay. I'm hoping maybe I can reach out to her somehow. And then uh, Matthew McConaughey, of course. Yes. Of course. Of course. That I don't really need any explanation on that yeah. one. And so wait, you're talking Beyonce's mom over Beyonce? I, I, I Beyonce I kn- doesn't take many interviews. Correct. I, I knew uh, I was okay. I was never gonna be able to get access if you if you happen to get Beyonce, just let me know, bro. Just let me know. She's not gonna do her podcast. Uh, all okay. right, who else do we got? We've got uh uh Paul Wall you could get. DJ Screw? No, he's he Oh, was R. R. P. oh, sorry. So I, I have reached out to Willie Nelson. They told me he was not taking interviews at this time. Not um, even three questions? What? Not, yeah. not even by, like, email? 
I, I tried through email and they just said he wasn't doing anything. And then I've also reached out to Laura Bush and haven't heard back from them. Um, they did receive my email. I didn't okay. get a confirmation of receipt. Nice. But, that, but that was about 18 months ago and I haven't Aww. heard anything since then. <laughs> is Elon an honorary Texan yet? No. Mm-mm. Speaking of Elon, this is a weird segue, but uh, <laughs> like, speaking of Elon Musk, if you're traveling to 254 counties in Texas, that's a lot of counties, by the way, a lot of film, a lot of gas, right? So you must own a Tesla. Uh, he has I, a Cybertruck. I I wish I had a fuel-efficient vehicle, but I do not. I've okay. got a, um, a 2010 Toyota Tundra. It gets about 15 miles to the gallon on the highway. Dude. That's, What's happening? Yeah, I used to have a Lincoln Navigator. I got I think right. seventeen. Let's roll. Through, let's roll through <laughs> the the um, how good how good this book's going to be by how many challenges you're placing on yourself. One film camera. Two gas guzzling truck. At least gas prices. Are no better. help. No help at all. I've I've done everything Man. so far by myself. No With, film crew. No nothing. N- no nothing. No film crew. Um, and it's it's kind of funny because I I want to get these audio recordings, these interviews that I have with people out there somehow, but don't really know the best medium. When I started this project, I I did really see it as kind of a multimedia thing. Been a year, like I said, I've been working on this for a year and a half. How many counties have you hit so far? Uh, so far I've hit about uh, ex- actually exactly 160. Wow. So the only two places I lack are the Panhandle, kind of north of La Mesa, and then Central Texas, so between San Angelo and Waco. May I make another suggestion? Sure. Not about Tony Romo. <laughs> this feels like a documentary. I mean, this feels like this feels like YouTube, yeah. Versus Instagram. Sorry, Instagram, you're terrible. Truly. Um, <laughs> I mean, what are your thoughts on um, going all the way back to 160 counties and filming this in? Uh, sorry, digitally on a digital <laughs> camera. Yeah. Um, with video, this seems like an amazing YouTube series. I I would I would love that, um, but. I'm kind of stuck within the financial realities um, that's that I've got right now. After I have oh, the right. money, after selling the book, maybe put that into another format. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And if I if I do am successful enough, <laughs> um, then maybe I will be able to not have to work a nine to five job and be able to focus on this writing and travel to all those places again and do a more in depth. Yeah. And so I have an interview, like I said, with Beto O'Rourke, but I've also. One of my favorite interviews, personally, was a guy I met in Marshall, Texas. I stopped, just parked somewhere, walked over to the courthouse, took some pictures, walked back to my truck. Didn't realize it, but I was parked in front of a bail bonds place. (laughs) Um, And so there was a guy sitting on the porch, just walked up to him, asked him if I could ask him a few questions. Uh, He's the only person who's asked me what he was going to get out of it. As in what? Monetarily? I, I'm not really sure. Um, like but, maybe exposure. Was it but, Doc the Bounty Hunter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. Um, but I, I said, I can get you a meal. Um, and so he answered my questions. I talked to him for probably 10 minutes. And it, it was just really insightful about East Texas yeah. um, in a way that I'm from West Texas. I went to College Station. That's about as far east as I've – College Station in Houston. But that's not the East Texas Piney Woods. Yeah. That's a whole different – ecosystem. It and is. so he, he gave me a really great perspective on that. And so I'm not just trying to get highfalutin fancy people. I'm trying to talk to everyday Texans. You want the locals. Right. And I bet being a bail bondsman, he's seen all sorts. Oh, he uh, he was not the bail bondsman. Oh, uh, he was just hanging <laughs> he, out there. He was, you know, he was getting bail. Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> he, even better. He, he was checking in with the bail bondsman. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to from that guy. This is another self-published book that you're working on. Or do you have a publisher? So I, I'm in preliminary talks with a publisher. 
Um, I haven't been approved yet. Um, that's what the this Kickstarter I've got kind of about. Um, trying okay. to raise money to complete my proposal, um, get the raw material necessary so that I can take a completed proposal to many different publishers. Um, so far, I've only been in contact with one. Okay. If I'm not accepted by this one publisher, um, I want to have a completed proposal that's up to the standards of uh, kind of the publishing industry so that as opposed to just putting out 150 copies, yeah. I can kind of get this to more people. Kickstarter helps you get a proper proposal, get the book with a publisher, get it published, obviously, you know, thousands of copies, things like that. You could then take a portion of that revenue and create, you know, a full-length feature or documentary or... Docu-series. Docu-series, yeah. This might sound pretentious, but I want to be the Texas historian. Like, I okay. want, That's I not pretentious. Because history, at least in my experience of it, history is not boring. Um, it's, it's the lived experience of just people just like you and me. Um, maybe they lived 150 years ago and their lived experience is a little bit different. But it's, it's just about people um, is all history is. And I think when we think about history, we think about dates and battles mm-hmm. and... Sure. It's chronological stuff, but there's much more to history than that. And I think if I could kind of share the history of people, mm-hmm. the history of Texas's people, I would I would love to do that. I think that's really great. Have you tried to like submit anything to like Texas Monthly? I have been in contact um with a writer at Texas Monthly. Um his name's John Spong. He's the unofficial uh historian of Willie Nelson. <laughs> Oh, wow. Very cool. He's kind of inspired me to tell the story of Texas in a different way. Yeah. Do you have the contact information of the Texas Monthly guy who's in charge of eating tacos? I'd <laughs> <laughs> love to talk to that guy, too. He's got a sweet job. Wow. <laughs> That's, we're keeping that in. <laughs> How much money are you looking to raise and by what date? Um, so I'm looking to raise $4,000. Okay. Um, that's about $1,000 for fuel cost, um, about 1200 for film and developing motel rooms, of course. Um, and then the rest of it is just to cover the fees for Kickstarter. I'm only asking for $3,200. That's not um, bad. That's all I need to kind of finish this project is $3,200. Um, and then the remaining 800 is for Kickstarter fees. Wow. Kickstarter's getting 20%? Kickstarter. What's happening? Do better. Four grand, including Kickstarter's 20% fee. Oof. Fuel, film, motel rooms. Lodging. And you need to eat. But I'm, it, I'm not looking to have some fancy trip i'm i'll eat i'll stop mcdonald's eat five dollar meals every time i'm just i've done this for a year and a half on my on whatever excess money i have yeah um and i've kind of reached a point where i'm not going to be able to complete it without some outside help yeah is it a specific deadline that you have to hit not not i'm not talking about for kickstarter but for the publishing in itself no i I don't it's um, just kickstarter you can't have it go on for a year right type of thing. yeah gotcha. uh, the kickstarter is only 60 days it's going to actually end on my 29th birthday january 27th is the is the end date of the kickstarter yes if you're out there listening and you want uh jm smith to complete this book then we'll link the kickstarter in our description below what type of awards uh can people get from to your Kickstarter. Um, so for twenty five dollars, you can get a PDF copy of one chapter from the upcoming book. For seventy five dollars, you could um, get an interview. Nice. Um, it, I'm, I won't guarantee that it'll go in the final book, but you can have the opportunity to be interviewed, and or you can nominate someone to be interviewed. So for one hundred and seventy dollars, um, you can get a metal print of one of my pictures. Uh, you can just contact me, and we can go through that process. Um, cool. Of any of my photographs that I've taken so far. And then for $250, um, you can get one of the first 15 copies of the book whenever it does come out. Nice. All right, listen. The, 
Is that all of them? That, that's okay. all of them. Okay. And for, for four, four grand, thousand. well, for four grand, you would probably get your own page in the book. Nice. I'll just throw it out there. For like hmm, 40 grand, we're doing this YouTube documentary. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you, and you can be a part of it. Uh, we'll, I mean, we'll put your name on it. I said we. <laughs> Assuming he hires us. Yeah. Okay. So we'll link all your Kickstarter. We'll link uh, all your social media. And um, let's, let's get this book published. You know, it sounds super cool. Just a thought. You have three of those hats. I'm sure one of, somebody wants to buy one for four grand. Let's do this. <gasps> That's a I, I, th- th- I, I definitely think I could get one of the, get rid of one of these for four grand. There's okay. there's only I have three of them, and I think there's only five in existence. So, so there you go. Okay, Cause that hat's sweet. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. There's not even an area code on it because it's like you know. And this is back when the area code was nine one five. It wasn't even four three two at the time. There. All right. We're, listen. I remember <laughs> when it changed, and everybody was like, "What?" Now El Paso is nine one five. They have an Apple store. So get with it. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And uh, listen, we wish you the best of luck. We might have to make a pledge because all those things sound sound, sound really cool. You know, I don't have $4,000 for that hat, so we'll figure something out. But if somebody wants to buy it for Ryan. Tony Romo, are you listening? We'll see you on the next one. Adios.